0: Lord's Health System, one of the region's leading healthcare care providers, proudly presents Lord's Health Talk. Here's Melanie Cole.
1: Millions of Americans have vascular disease, and that number is expected to grow as the population ages. Alternatively, many people with the disease may experience no warning signs. My guest today is Dr. Anthony Smeglin. He's an interventional cardiologist and vascular specialist with Lord's Health System. Welcome to the show, Dr. Smeglin. Tell us what is Peripheral artery disease, how does it differ from peripheral vascular disease? Are they the same thing?
0: Well, they uh, are not the same thing. Peripheral artery disease is a uh, process that affects the arterial blood vessels in the body. Peripheral vascular disease encompasses peripheral artery disease, but also includes other things such as venous disease or disease process that affects the organs, uh, etc.,
1: So the periphery being the outsides of our body, arms and legs, are we talking about the arteries in those areas?
0: Yes, we're talking about the arteries that lead to all areas of the body. When we say peripheral artery disease, uh, I think for today's purposes, focusing on uh, those processes that involve the lower extremities uh, would be best.
1: So then tell us what people might experience. How would you even know if you had peripheral artery disease?
0: Yeah, that's a good question. And unfortunately, it's very under-recognized and under-diagnosed, both because uh, patients don't know what to look for and uh, physicians often uh, don't focus on it. Um, in particular, the majority of patients... Uh, either don't experience symptoms or they attribute their symptoms to other causes. Um, typically peripheral artery disease causes uh, it, or can lead to symptoms such as uh, pain in the legs with walking, which we call claudication, uh, achiness, heaviness. Uh, sometimes if it progresses, it can lead to ulcers or gangrene.
1: So they get this claudication while they're walking, is it a sharp pain? Do they experience dull aches? Because it can be confused for overuse muscular problems. It can be confused with shin splints and calf problems. How do they know this is what it is?
0: Yeah, that's correct. Um, (laughs) The majority of patients experience what we call atypical symptoms. Uh, What you're alluding to, the sort of pain when you walk, is typical claudication, but most, most people manifest uh, in, in different ways. Uh, typical symptoms would be if you're uh, getting out of your car and going into the uh, grocery store, and while you're walking, you're using your muscles, and you start to get an ache or a cramp, let's say, in your calf muscle or thigh muscle, and you stop and rest for a minute or two, and that ache or cramp goes away, um, then that's a classic type of quadrication um, symptom. The majority of patients, somewhat four out of five, experience atypical symptoms, and that can be uh, that when they're walking, they may just get a cramp and continue walking. They may have some numbness or some heaviness. Uh, these are sort of symptoms that... Uh, People will often just attribute it to their other ailments. Uh it can often be uh confused for spine issues, for arthritis issues, uh neuropathic issues. One of the most common causes of these type of symptoms is venous disease. Uh, and that's one of the things that uh as uh, a physician we need to tease out.
1: How is it diagnosed if people are experiencing these symptoms and they come to see you, what do you do? What's the first thing?
0: Well, the first thing we do is uh, take a thorough history, uh, and uh, that history will often help uh, us uh, sort of delineate whether this is something that may be coming from a blockage in the arteries or that it's more likely a nerve problem or a musculoskeletal problem or a spine problem, etc. cetera. Uh, after uh, a thorough history is uh, taken and discussed, Usually, the first diagnostic procedure, if there's a reasonable likelihood, is what we call an ankle brachial index. Now, we currently recommend all patients over 65 with risk factors uh, to undergo that screening test, and anyone who has uh, a history of smoking or diabetes and is over 50, we recommend undergoing an ABI, at least at some point in their
1: life and does that let you know if this is something that they have or then are further tests necessary?
0: Uh, The ABI uh, is uh, very sensitive uh, and specific uh, when done properly for picking up uh, or screening for peripheral artery disease. Um, There are certain circumstances where the ABI alone may not be enough, and uh, we would uh, want the patient to either exercise on the treadmill, uh, that translates into walking slowly while we uh, perform an ABI, or um, doing more advanced tests called pulse volume recording or an ultrasound of the legs.
1: What if you discover that they do have some form of peripheral artery disease? What's the first line of defense in treatment?
0: that's a good question um the majority of time it's uh, modifying risk factors and sort of lifestyle modifications if you will um there aren't many uh sort of medications that that will uh cure peripheral artery disease. it's a process and it's uh, changing habits um these include exercise eating healthy uh quitting smoking, controlling blood pressure, controlling cholesterol, things like that. Um, Exercise is one of the uh, most important treatment modalities that we have for patients with peripheral artery disease. Too often, a patient will uh, present and complain of pain when they walk, and as a result, they walk less or exercise less. Uh, it's one of the common discussions I have in the office that we want the patient to walk more and exercise more. What that does is help the body develop and grow what we call collaterals or small blood vessels to help feed the muscle with more blood supply.
1: And if the people with claudication tell you that walking is so painful, even when they walk slow, and you're trying to develop this collateral circulation, does riding a bicycle, do just the same thing? Are they in cardiac rehab at this point so that someone can be with them while they're walking?
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Um, If a patient uh, would prefer to have a monitored exercise program, uh, we do find that that works um, better. And that can often be set up. Uh, most insurance companies will approve at least a um, 12-week or so uh, monitored exercise uh, therapy program. Now, patients don't have to do that, and they can exercise on their own, uh, whether it's going outside and walking around the block. Sometimes in the winter, my patients will go to a mall uh, and walk around the mall riding a bicycle, swimming. There are a whole host of exercises that can help get that heart rate up and um, circulation improves.
1: Dr. Smeglin, do they then usually have to go on some sort of blood thinner? Is there a medication that you like to recommend so that they decrease their risk of stroke? Is there an increased risk of stroke if they have peripheral artery disease?
0: Well, with peripheral artery disease, um, there is an increased risk of cardiovascular morbidity and mortality. Now, what that translates into is that once someone has the diagnosis of peripheral artery disease, they have a five-year elevated risk of a cardiovascular problem. So as such, risk factors and therapies are directed not only at peripheral vascular disease or artery disease, but also at the cardiovascular system in general. These can include aspirin. Some patients may be put on plavix. These aren't blood thinners specifically, but they're antiplatelet agents. They help the platelets in the blood to be less sticky. We don't have great medicines beyond that for peripheral artery disease. There are some medicines that may improve symptoms with walking, but they don't reverse the process of peripheral artery disease. Most patients will ultimately be on a cholesterol medicine or a statin,
1: but these so are it- the mainstay. In just the last minute here, Doctor Smeglin, please give your best advice for people that might be experiencing some of these symptoms who think they might have peripheral artery disease, and why they should come to Lord's Health System for their care.
0: Ah, uh, yes, like uh, you mentioned when you started, uh, peripheral artery disease, and affects anywhere from 15 to 20 percent of the population. Uh, it's often underrecognized. If somebody feels like they have symptoms that may be concerning peripheral, for peripheral artery disease, we recommend they talk to their physician. We would be happy to see them at our Lady of Lords. We have a multidisciplinary team that is very talented. There are interventional cardiologists, vascular specialists, vascular surgeons, radiologists, all of whom uh, participate in the care of patients. It often requires multiple specialties to effectively care for these types of patients. Um, But uh, the first step is identifying it and talking to your physician about it.
1: Thank you so much for such great information. You're listening to Lord's Health Talk with Lord's Health System. For more information, you can go to lordsnet.org. That's lordsnut.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.